Oi! Hey there! Welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. You must be wondering, why am I doing this podcast so early today? Well, I come to you bright and early on this beautiful Wednesday, March 20th, 2019, because today I am having surgery to retrieve my eggs. That's right. I have decided that since I am in my mid-30s and I still don't know whether or not I want children, I will freeze my young eggs and ensure (laughs) that if and when I choose to, I can have a child of my own. Of course, nothing is a guarantee, but it's what I can do to bring myself peace of mind about a subject that has tortured me since I was 28 years old. And it's all about making the best you can, you know, out of your circumstances, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional, or all three. So that's what I'm doing. And that is the perfect segue to today's conversation about overcoming. Because Since I represent injured workers, and injured workers face some tough challenges, I tend to like to study the history of successful people and the many hurdles that they have overcome. So I absolutely love stories of transformation and defying the odds. Maybe it's because I'm an immigrant and I came to this country at 13, speaking very little to no English, and now I speak five languages. Maybe it's because I used to be called ugly as a young kid. You know, there was a kid in my second grade class that once told me ugly girls can't come in. (laughs) Um, And then I modeled for Steve Madden in my early 20s, and then I was in Maxim Magazine right before my 30th birthday. Or maybe it's because I was told that I could not have a boutique workers' compensation practice, that it wouldn't work. And yet, I have built a highly successful, purposefully small firm in this field that I love. Or maybe it's just because I'm human, and all humans need something to believe in. And nothing is more incredible than overcoming adversity. Actually, guys, there is a much bigger reason why I love these miracle stories that inspire us all. And that reason is my cousin, Tawe Lagum. Tawe, spelled T-A-U-E, was just short of turning five years old when he, his mother, and his identical twin brother were victims of a horrific, violent crime in the streets of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where I'm from in the end of 1996. I was 13 years old and I had just moved to to the United States not long before that. And that was a very tough year for me. That was the year that I lost my German shepherd and my godfather on the same day in September. And then in December, I got a call saying that Tawe was in the ICU. And he had been dragged by a car in the hot asphalt of the streets of Rio, which reach incredibly hot temperatures in the summer. And he had been thrown against a tree and he lost his right arm. And that he was completely covered in third degree burns. His mom had chased after the car 
for as long as she could, not even noticing that she burned through her shoes and then through the soles of her feet, and not even noticing that she had left her other child behind, lost in the streets of Rio, wandering aimlessly, looking for her. What happened was there were two guys that had just robbed a bank or something and they needed a getaway car. So they pointed their AR-15s at my aunt and ordered her out of her car. And, they t- and she told them, please let me get my twin boys out of the back seat. But they hurried her and she quickly reached for them one at a time and she got one of them out. And when she went to get the second one out, his foot got stuck on the seatbelt and the robbers didn't want to wait. So they closed the door on the seatbelt that was wrapped around Tawei's foot and they dragged him like a rag doll for miles until a sharp turn where he got loose and was thrown against a tree that had a metal fence around it and his arm was cut off you know I remember that story like it was yesterday because he was just like barely five wasn't even five years old yet completely naked and completely bleeding without his arm and he stood up amongst all these strangers that are watching him and he says my name is Tawelago my mom's name is Beth and I live at this address and this is my phone number it was insane the story made international news and I was devastated and I was so far away and I felt so helpless and at the time I was not really a person who liked to share much about my life, so I told nobody at school what had happened, and I internalized everything. And it was so difficult to deal with it. We didn't know if he would survive, and we kept thinking how unfair it was that he was an identical twin, you know? He had an identical twin brother, so he was going to grow up knowing what he would have looked like and what his life would have been like had this not happened to him. And I kept wondering what kind of person those robbers or, you know, that guy was that would have such a lack of compassion toward another, especially an innocent child. You know, why couldn't they wait just a few more seconds to save him from this life-changing moment? But, you know, his survival was a miracle. He somehow kept his head up the whole time by bringing himself up while holding onto the seatbelt. Had his head hit the asphalt? He would not be with us today. And neither would his talent. Because you see, Tawe didn't just overcome having to learn to do everything with his left hand because he was a righty, but... And also having numerous surgeries because the bone of his arm kept growing for years after the incident, but there was no arm to grow into, so he kept having to have surgery to cut the bone off. But he's now a tattoo artist, and he's one of the best tattoo artists in Brazil. That's right. With just one arm, he can make some of the most incredible tattoos that the world has ever seen. And he had to face a lot of prejudice because it wasn't easy for people to trust a one-armed tattoo artist at first. But his talent spoke for itself. And work by work, especially work that he did on himself, He built a very busy studio and became a celebrity in his own right. He has been interviewed in numerous shows and he has motivated many people to go forward in life, irrespective of the hurdles that they have faced and the weight that those hurdles carry or that they carry from those experiences. 
And I have to say, I knew right away that Tawe would be successful because it wasn't long after the incident, like just a couple of years actually, that he won a swimming competition with just one arm, swimming against two armed kids his own age. I remember thinking that was amazing. And whenever we would go anywhere, his positive attitude and carefree spirit always lifted mine. He has always been a huge source of inspiration to me, despite being significantly younger than me. And I know that he is all the way in Brazil, but everyone should know about him. And if you plan on visiting Rio, and if you happen to want to get a tattoo while you're there, he's the man. He's the man. And he's worth the trip, just so you know, because it'll be fascinating for everyone involved. That way, this podcast is dedicated to you. Recently, we all must have seen the new story about Lady Gaga and the struggles that she faced in life. How some mean classmates started a Facebook group saying that she would never be famous. While well, she's now the first person in history to win four major awards in a single year. I guess those who laugh last really do laugh best, but that isn't the point anyway. The point is not to revenge or to shut other people up but it is to shut your own self-doubt up. It's believing in yourself, no matter what other people think of you or say about you, because no one knows you like you know you. No one gets to tell you what you are capable of but you. No one sets limits to you but yourself. And you should never let, it, let adversity get in the way. There is a plethora of examples of people who failed miserably at first or who faced crazy life-changing transformations, physical or mental, and then moved on to be the most successful people in the world. And I believe wholeheartedly that the experience of failing led to their incredible success. And you've heard it before. If at first you don't succeed, try again. And sometimes you may feel like that's just a saying. But it is absolutely not. And this also reminds me of Tawe because I remember in one of his interviews he was talking about how at first it wasn't working out doing tattoos with one arm, but he just kept going and he just kept at it. And you know, people like Bill Gates, for example, his first business failed. He is one of the richest people in the world and he couldn't make any money at first. His first company, Trafto Data, had made a device which could read traffic tapes and process the data. That company failed miserably. When Gates and his partner, Paul Allen, tried to sell it, the product wouldn't even work. But Gates and Allen didn't let that stop them from trying again. And they've, they've explained that that experience was seminal in preparing them to make Microsoft's first product a couple of years later, which led to their enormous success. And Albert Einstein didn't speak until he was four years old. He was even thought to be slow. And his teachers thought he was lazy and that he wouldn't make anything of himself throughout his entire elementary school and high school. Even though he got good grades, his head was always in the clouds, conjuring up abstract questions that people couldn't understand. But he kept thinking, and eventually he developed the theory of relativity, which many of us still can't wrap our own heads around today. And famous actor Jim Carrey, who we love so much, he used to be homeless. On an interview with Inside Actors Studio, he said that when he was 15, he had to drop out of school to support his family because his father was an unemployed musician and the family went from lower middle class to poor and eventually had to start living out of a van. And he, 
that didn't stop him from achieving his dream of becoming a comedian. He went from having his dad drive him to comedy clubs in Toronto to starring in mega blockbusters and being known as one of the best comic actors of an era. And surfer Bethany Hamilton had her arm bitten off by a shark. She started surfing when she was just a child and at age 13 almost died when she lost her arm to a shark but she got right back on her surfboard one month later and then two years after that she won first place in the explorer women's division of the nssa national championships talk about determination and benjamin franklin had to drop out of school of age t- at age 10 because his parents couldn't afford to keep him there but that didn't stop him from pursuing his education he taught himself through voracious reading and eventually went on to invent the lightning rod and the bifocals oh and he became one of america's founding fathers And did you guys know that Richard Branson has dyslexia? And he was a pretty bad student who didn't get good grades and did poorly on standardized tests. But instead of giving up, he used the power of his personality to drive him to success. And today, Branson is known for developing Virgin Records and many of the other companies that were advanced spinoffs of that. And he's one of the richest people in the world, fourth richest person in the UK. And famous author Stephen King his first novel was rejected 30 times we all have seen the movie carrie right that came from his novel of the same name well that may have never existed because after being consistently rejected by publishing houses he gave up and he threw his first book in the trash but his wife tabitha retrieved the manuscript and urged him to continue and to finish and now his books have sold over 350 million copies and have made it into countless most well have resulted in in countless motion pictures and oprah oprah winfrey she gave birth at age 14 and then lost a child she may be the most successful and richest person or one of the most you know successful and richest people in the world today but winfrey didn't have it easy she grew up in milwaukee wisconsin she was raped and molested by her cousin her uncle and a family friend she eventually ran away from home but she was pregnant at 14 and she gave birth to a boy who later died shortly after and she didn't let her tragic past stop her from becoming a force that she is today she's worth 2.9 billion dollars Talk about success. And Simon Cowell had a failed record company. And he picked himself up and he became one of the biggest forces in reality television, serving as a judge for Pop Idol, X Factor, Britain's Scott Talent, American Idol. His net worth is estimated at $95 million. And Steven Spielberg was rejected by USC twice. That's right. One of the most prolific filmmakers of all time, the man who brought us Schindler's List and Jaws and E.T. and Jurassic Park, couldn't get into the film school of his choice. This is an example of how maybe, just maybe, just sometimes, education can be a little overrated. But in the end, Spielberg would be the one who gets the last laugh because USC awarded him an honorary degree in 1994, and then two years later, he became a trustee of the university. And did you guys know that Jay-Z couldn't get signed to any record labels? He came from a rough Brooklyn neighborhood and he had big dreams to make it big as a rapper, but unfortunately, the rest of the world didn't agree with him at first. No record label would sign him, yet that didn't stop him from creating his own music powerhouse, Rockefeller Records. Forbes has estimated his net worth at $500 million, and Time ranked him as one of their most influential people in the world. Oh, and he's married to Beyonce. And... What about Chris Carr? I don't know if you guys heard of her, but she was a New Yorker who didn't let cancer 
stop her and in fact turned her cancer into a business of hope and healing. In 2003, she was a 32-year-old New Yorker just enjoying life, but then after a regular checkup with her doctor, that led to a diagnosis of a rare and incurable stage 4 cancer existing in her liver and lungs, and instead of giving into the disease, she decided to challenge her diagnosis head on. She attacked her cancer with a brand new nutritional lifestyle and turned her experience into a series of successful self-help books and documentaries. Eventually, she launched her own wellness website, which is followed by over 40,000 people. And today, Carr is celebrating a decade of thriving with cancer and is now revered as one of the most prominent experts on healthy living. And these are just a few examples of which I hope you can be one. Because no matter how big your challenge is, you should know that you have everything that you need to overcome it right inside of you. All you need is determination and courage. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and listening to me and being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.